0: Logic lecture notes, disjunctive syllogism. Last week, you studied two valid argument forms, modus ponens and modus tollens. This week, you'll be learning a third valid argument form, disjunctive syllogism. Remember that for the purposes of this class, you're not learning how to determine which argument forms are valid, but should instead just memorize these three valid forms. Again. I will not trick you. If I ask you whether or not an argument is valid, you need to determine if it matches one of the three valid types. If not, then you can safely conclude it's not valid. The form of a disjunctive syllogism is either P or Q, not P, therefore Q. If you replace P and Q with any sentence clause, you will have a valid argument. The first premise presents alternatives, the second premise denies one alternative, and the conclusion affirms the remaining option. One note before I get to examples. Remember how I made such a big deal with modus ponens and modus tollens about getting the order exactly right? Like you cannot say, if P, then Q. Not P, therefore not Q. I mean, you can say it, but it would be an invalid argument, even though it looks a bit similar to both modus ponens and modus tollens. Disjuncts, that's the OR statement, are unlike conditionals if-then statements in this respect. With a disjunctive syllogism, you can deny either P or Q. So above the example I gave said either P or Q, not P, but we could have also said either P or Q, not P q therefore p that's also totally valid okay here are a couple examples of disjunctive syllogisms either i left my wallet at home or i have lost it it's not at home so i have lost it next one either it is cloudy or it is sunny it is not cloudy therefore it is sunny okay so we know that both of these arguments are valid But are they sound? When it comes to evaluating the soundness of disjunctive syllogisms, probably most of your effort will need to go towards evaluating the first premise, the or premise, again known as the disjunct. In particular, you will want to watch for a false dilemma. So to return to the examples above, is it really true when missing my wallet, I must have either left my wallet at home or I lost it? No, it could be that someone stole it it could be that I left it in a coffee shop. For the second argument about clouds or sunny, is it really true that it's either cloudy or sunny? No, it could be that it is neither cloudy nor sunny because it's nighttime. Or, sometimes there are clouds in the sky when it is also sunny. Although, here it would depend on how we're defining cloudy because you might claim that cloudy by definition means that we can't see the sun. In short, Just because two options are presented does not mean they are the only two options available. In order for a disjunctive syllogism to be sound, remember to have all true premises, it must be true that the only possible options are the options presented by the either or statement. One final piece of advice. If I ask you to give a sound disjunctive syllogism, you can make your first premise true of the disjunct true by stipulating. This means that you are cutting off certain possibilities for the sake of argument. So, for example, I might say, either you can have pepperoni or cheese pizza as my first premise. Now, technically speaking, this is not true. There are other pizza types in the world, but I can make this premise true by adding a note or commentary that says, and we're stipulating that this is a scenario where these really are the only two options. This would be side commentary to the argument, not a premise in the argument. After all, maybe you're at a restaurant that only serves two kinds of pizza, and in that situation, the disjunct would be true.